Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace. This time with me, Pete, and none of the other guys, because all of them are pagans. No, they're not. Mo is off with reason, Robert is off without reason, and I'll just leave it at that. We will, we will deal with them later on. But in their absence, we have a super special guest. Um, you may have, depending on how the uh, episodes have been put out, you may have heard me recommend her podcast already. But she's a podcaster now. She's a journalist. I like to say she's um, just really intelligent, really great person. She's spoken to presidents. Fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's with great pleasure that I welcome Miriam Mosse to the podcast. Hi, Fita. I can't believe you introduced me like this. That I've been thinking great. about this. I think I was like, oh, you know, that's actually a really good resume. Oh, here. God. There's a good CV that uh, I can use to introduce you to the you listeners. So much, of the nah, thank you so much, Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming on. Yeah. yeah. Um, Privilege. So, before we get into the main conversation, as I mentioned, yes. we've got uh, a segment beforehand called Sorry Not Sorry. All right. Um, listeners would know it's an apologetic segment where we bring any question whatever the question may be and someone's sitting in the hot seat and they've got to give a biblical answer okay so i'm on the hot seat you want to be on the hot seat Uh, do i want to be that's the question you can can. i I mean i mean yes i mean no i mean yes (laughs) all right so why don't we do it like this normally if it's just me and robert right and we'll do one for one so he'll ask me a question and i'll ask him a question okay would you like to do that so we take turns in the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> but then I have to think about a question. A question. Okay. okay. All right. I'll just ask you. Just ask I'll me just the ask questions, you. please. Okay. I've had so enough of asking questions. <laughs> this one, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. Um, it's not too hard. But the question is... Yes. Did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I never thought about this, to be honest. This is what we do. Have... <laughs> sorry, <not> sorry. <laughs> that's very interesting. We've got time, so we think about stuff. <laughs> Did I have many buttons? You know what? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Why would that be if they were not... Because um... I think they would look strange without it. <laughs> I think if they're meant to look like human beings, they're mm. meant to have belly buttons. <laughs> so why would they not have belly buttons? Fair enough. That's yes. a fair point. That's a similar answer to what my wife gave when I asked her. She's right. <laughs> I think she's right. Um, some other interesting answers have been, um, and this is a perspective that someone gave me uh, that I thought was super interesting. Someone said the whole Adam and Eve situation could just be Hebrew poetry and not necessarily, um, uh, you know, literal, this is how the world was created with two people. That's what's okay. That's yeah. that's that's deep. It's 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 a bit out there. It's a bit out there. But there are people that hold that view. Okay. Um, and I think part of their question is pointing out that there are so many different aspects to some of the stories that we take for granted. Yeah. But what sense? do you mean by Hebrew poetry? To be honest, that's jargon for me. I'm not even going to pretend <laughs> so, I so know what Hebrew you're talking about. Hebrew poetry just being like, um, you know, so many all all different cultures have different uh, creation mythologies okay that makes sense yeah um like like the um i forget i've read a lot of these the greeks the greeks they believe you know it was uh neptune or something like that Mm -hmm. and then it cried and when it cried the tears formed the earth oh gosh (laughs) that's that's too much so there's 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 tons of different um 
mythologies. Okay. Egyptians have Ra, the sun god, who I think he he breathed and then he opened his eyes or something and there okay. was light and wind. I and see. Those, yeah, so Do like, you believe in those no, things? No, no, no. I don't, okay. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I hold the view that the Old Testament is literal in its description. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve were created um, because Jesus ref- refers to references them and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i believe it was too yes um and then they propagated and and you know that's how the human yes. race began um but it's just, it's just i find it interesting to recognize that people have different interpretations of scripture mm-hmm. and i think the more interpretations you can expose yourself to it will either inform or um it will strengthen your own beliefs because you just get more information that's true so yeah that's that that's that was an interesting <laughs> question let me just say that no, sorry no, sorry thank you for taking the hot seat no problem um and okay cool so the the main reason i invited you on was yes. because you recently started a podcast i have um and would you like to just introduce uh maybe just give a brief description of what the podcast is okay uh, to the listeners and then we'll get into it a bit more okay so journeys with is mm. my podcast that i launched in on August is it on 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 or in August? See my French <laughs> in August. I don't know. Okay, last month <laughs> we are in September now, guys. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's a podcast where I have different people come in to share their journeys because mm. I think everyone has a story, yeah. and it's amazing what can happen if you just sit down with someone and just listen to their testimonies. Yeah. Um, and so I find I don't. I've always had that vision of sitting down with someone and 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 for them to share. Mm. You know, and I just think, yeah, I just, I don't know. It, it makes you humble as well because yes, you never know what yeah. you can learn from someone. Yeah, yeah. And so obviously before I have, I, I identify them and I think, oh, I think they have a story that is worth sharing. And so, yeah, then they come in if they're willing and then they share their stories, their testimonies, their journeys. And that's what this podcast is about. I think, mm. yeah, I think it's just very interesting because that's what I like it anyway. It certainly is. And I think yeah. when you when you sent out that first text saying, hey guys, it's Miriam, I've started a podcast. <laughs> yeah, promotion. Was, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was grinning like, you know, ear to ear because I was like, I love this idea. I love the fact Thank that, you. you know, you can, it, it just allows you to recognize that everyone, as you said, has a story. Yeah. And everyone's going through this. And, and you know, for some people it would be, encouraging to realize oh i'm not the only one yes or, you know, or someone's yes, going yes. through something that i've been through before and then you've got language for it where maybe it did and for others it'll be like it'll just be informative yeah and be like, oh wow yeah you know? i didn't want it to be a thing where oh i'm just gonna i just want to inspire people because mm. what if the goal should not just to be the goal should not just be to inspire people i think yeah. sometimes yeah, people share their stories and you just listen yeah. and i don't know you can get something from it but you get I don't know you you I don't know how to explain it but it's like years later you mm. rea- you you remember what someone said and you're like yeah, ooh yeah, yeah you know and to be honest with you Peter I actually don't know where this vision will lead me mm. it's just I've just always been interested about this concept and I'm yeah. honestly obeying the voice That's right. yeah. that yeah. I have mm. by doing it. But I don't know where it will lead me and I don't even know why I'm doing it. I'm just <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Well, I can at least say that it's it's a good thing. Thank you. It's a good thing and I've enjoyed I think I've listened to two episodes so far. Yeah. How many have been out? As two plus yeah. the intro. Plus the intro. Yes. <laughs> the intro was so funny. funny. <laughs> Um, but no i've enjoyed it so far and i look forward to listening to more episodes thank you all right so journeys with yeah and this idea of people's personal 
um, encounter with God or, or, or testimony of their salvation? Why? It's not just. It's not even ah, about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. why it is. It's wow. not even salvation <laughs> there we go. stories. Because okay. I think sometimes we can get locked into this whole. Oh, the person needs to be Christian and share their story. But mm. through this podcast, yeah, whether the person is a Christian or not, mm. I don't really ask. Right. I just think, no, yeah, if you, you if you're a Christian, you get into that mindset of, oh, I just want a Christian on my podcast. Mm. You mm. miss out on a lot of stuff. Mm. So the mm. people that I have on this podcast, necessary. What my initial idea was not for the person to be a Christian. It's just mm. for them to have a story and a testimony. Oh, wow. And through that, I think God will be glorified because Absolutely. I'm a Christian yeah, and yeah, I pray. Yeah. So at Every, the very least, they get exposed to you and they get in this, yeah. they're exposed to you, they get exposed to God yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, No, that's, that's absolutely... Yeah. I think... Uh, because the past two guests have yeah. been Christian, they so have. It was an it was an easy assumption. I was just like, okay, it's going to be Christian. Yeah. But no, I love that, and I think um, I don't know if you've heard of. You probably would have heard of um, opinion biases and, and stuff like that, and like mm-hmm. echo chambers. Mm-hmm. And with social media and the way that we view social media, I think a lot of us very easily get put into these echo chambers. Because you're mm-hmm. only friends with, or for the most part, most people are only friends with people that they tend to agree with. Yeah. And so we don't get other views. Mm-hmm. We only have our own views and we all share the same views. It mm-hmm. just becomes reinforcing what we already know. Yeah. Which may be the truth or may not. Uh, and lacks input from mm-hmm. other other sources. So mm-hmm. I think that's great. Yeah, but also that's I'm not... very wise about the guests that uh, I have in yeah. because you can't get into that mentality of, oh, they don't have to be Christian and then I have someone who are, who whose views are completely different. Mm. No, God mm. will ask me. Yeah. So I'm also smart about the people that I have, but I try not to get into... I try not to stay into that in that box of, mm. oh, Christianity. So, so where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between... You know, someone whose views That's are a good question. Oh my may, maybe gosh. different, um, different from yours, but not so different as to be dangerous. Because I get what you're saying, but where do you draw the line? Okay, so before I have a guest, mm. I think to myself, what do I think of their story? Mm. I okay. actually look at, like, I, I have to kind of know them a little bit. Right. And if myself is something, if their story or their testimonies is not something that I don't know if their views are very different from mine as to as in I don't agree with most of their views. Mm. I I don't I don't have them because it's probably not something that I would listen to. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it has to be something that I myself would listen to. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's something that is right with my spirit as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because I know when I'm comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know. I try not to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. No, properly. no, no. You did. You did. In, yeah. in that, you know, you, you use that your knowledge of them to be sort of the yeah, process, yeah, yeah, which makes sense. I think because for me, and I know even where I was going with it was, I try and I try and get as many different opinions as possible because I think if I know the truth yeah I should be able to hold it up against whatever else is out there but then you need to be strong you do need to be strong yeah you do need to be strong and and I think for me one thing that I've come up against is because I try and expose myself to all these different ideas I find sometimes it's easy to it's easy to get offended because there are people out there that want to offend you, you know? Ooh, yeah and so I listen to I listen to a podcast um called uh the Joe Rogan experience. I don't okay. know if you know who no, he is. No, I don't know it. He's he's a comedian in America. Um but he gets all sorts. He gets all sorts. He gets Christians, he gets scientists, wow. atheists. He's not a Christian himself. Okay. Um he will get people that will come and talk about weed. 
like oh wow he's, he's very That's liberal very progressive but i think what his platform allows is for anyone like anyone that's doing something in their field. So he's had conversations with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm -hmm. He's had conversations with Elon Musk. You know, so, and because he's just a comedian, the platform allows for a different sort of conversation where it's not just a scientific conversation where we're just using scientific jargon Mm -hmm. and we're just, you know, observing these protocol among the scientific community. You're talking to a comedian. He's going to make jokes. He's going to say stupid things. Um, But, in that, you know, sometimes he'll bring an atheist on and they'll talk about Christianity in a way that it's like, it's completely wrong, you know, and I'm sitting there almost getting offended. Yeah. But saying to myself, no, I need to hear this person's view. So at the very least, if someone else holds it, I can I can give a good reason as to why that view is wrong. Yeah, does he bring yeah. Christians on as well? He, bring, he doesn't bring Christians on in the sense of, this is a Christian to come and speak, but he's brought on people that were Christian. Okay, if that okay, makes sense. Yeah. okay. And, and I think because he's not looking to do like a um, a religious podcast, right? It's just information. So more often than not, like most of the Christians he's brought on have happened to be like UFC fighters because he's a UFC commentator right, as well. Right, I see. Um, and you know they'll come and they'll talk about how their faith influences their choice of career and, mm-hmm, and you know, mm-hmm. fighting and stuff. Um, but in that you do get a glimpse of what they believe okay. so he has had Christians on mm. but almost unwittingly if that makes that's sense. interesting what you're saying because mm. I thought about it when the idea for this podcast came and I was thinking right. am I going to have because I love people really mm. and so I don't like to I was thinking okay Miriam you're a Christian so would you have on your podcast someone who does not agree with the would you have an atheist mm. on your podcast I thought about these things yeah. but then I, don't, I got revelation not long ago um, I don't remember exactly what God spoke to me, but it was like Miriam. I will not have, I will not have someone on my platforms that goes against my values. Mm. I think the fact that I'm a Christian makes the whole difference. Yeah, yeah. So people might listen and think I'm having everyone on my podcast, but mm. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, and yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I completely yeah. do. I completely do. Yeah. And I, I think as well. I, and I think when you're creating a platform like this, mm-hmm. it's good to have that filter behind it. And so you're not just putting anything out there. Yeah. You know, I, I have mean, it, but in a smart way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, which, is, which is perfectly yeah. good. Um, but, you know, speaking as... Uh, so I wanted to ask you a little bit about journalism as well. Okay. Uh, no I worries. I know you went to uni for journalism. Yeah, correct? that's true. Yeah. And Broadcast <laughs> journalism. Broadcast journalism. And yeah, I have I said, to add that. <laughs> I, you, you know, you, as you remember, when I texted you about the second episode, I said that I could see that journalistic Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, really? I didn't even know how to feel about that comment. Well, no, it's not a bad thing at all. It's Is not it? a bad thing at all. But because it's something that I've noticed with... Because I listened to... Uh, a couple of podcasts by tech journalists. Okay. Um, another one by a martial arts UFC journalist. Um, right. And, and, you know, I watch, you know, BBC and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what, one thing you notice about journalists is yeah. that if they want to get a, if they want to get a certain point across, yeah, they will keep coming back to that point. Right. And you notice it the most with politicians. Because politicians yeah. know how to say nothing by saying something. And they'll just yes. go, okay, so, no, the question yeah, is this. Yes. The question is this. And when, when Sam was talking about his testimony, um, and he mentioned, you know, um, feeling like he lost his mind for a little bit, he just said that in passing. And I remember you just like, Oh, wait, no, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> when you say you lost your mind, what do yeah. you mean? <laughs> Should I give you a secret, Peter? Please. Let me give you a secret. You know, um, hmm, Lord, help me to say that the correct way. 
But everything that you know, my recent guest, my recent guest for those who don't know, was is is someone who encountered Christ and whose life basically changed as a result of Christ. Mm. He was always he's he's always been a Christian, but you know, there's a difference between like being saved and actually having like an encounter, yeah. a mm. life changing experience. So mm. basically. Um, I had him on 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 journeys with to share his 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 story his mm. testimony, mm. but everything that he spoke about I I don't know how to explain it but it's like it was very f- easy for me to understand his language because mm. I'm a Christian mm. so he was like I lost my mind and cried me as Miriam me mm. being Miriam I understand exactly mm. what he was talking about but as I was interviewing him yeah I was thinking about those who are not Christians yeah. Yeah. so in order I was thinking of them so. Basically, that's why some of the questions that I ask here, some people would think I'm not even spiritual because I'm asking questions that are very like, but what do you mean? Because, yeah, because me, I understand it, but I was thinking of those who are not Christians. So mm. I went a bit deep yeah, yeah, for those yeah. who would not yeah. understand. You're being mindful of the audience. Exactly. Yeah. Which, is, which is a very important thing. Yeah. You know, and, and actually, let me, let me ask you about that. With, like you said, you know, you understood the language because you're a Christian. Yeah. How do you feel about how um, sometimes maybe the church presents certain ideas um, to to the world in general? And, you know, do we do we take enough time or does the church take enough time in general? I'm talking about the entire body of Christ to break some of these 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 um, these words and, and the jargon that we use amongst each other. Like my testimony or, or you know, like you said, I, I got saved or even when someone says I heard God's voice, you know, <laughs> knowing that that might not necessarily mean I heard a speakerphone from heaven. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, do this. Yeah. Or, you know. So how do you feel about how the church goes about that? Do we do a good job of presenting mm. things in a way that everyone can understand or are we stuck in with our language and with our jargon and with our yeah. lingo? You know what, I never really thought about it. Mm. But I think yeah, I think that as Christians, yeah, we like to talk about um, among ourselves yeah. and some of the things we say we only can understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I've experienced, you know, wanting advice from someone. That's why I find it really hard to open up for, to, to people. I have mm. a thing where I find it hard. It's very funny because I interview people <laughs> and I want them to open up to me. But I'm improving. I'm much better than I used to be. Mm. But that's why, you know, it's very hard for me to speak to a mentor or a pastor because it's like I don't want them to be like, pray about it. Mm. Pray mm. about mm. it. <laughs> and I think it's very hard it's good to pray about it but sometimes you want to you want a bit more than that and it's very it's a little bit difficult to find a christian Mm. who is real Mm. Mm. yeah so i've experienced that of yeah i've experienced the jargon and i don't think i think we try Mm. i think we try to do a good job but that's why it's very important that as young people we talk about our faith because i think as young people, we have a different way of speaking about God and our experiences. Mm. And so, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, that's good. Um, and, and as a journalist as well, I wanted to ask you this. Mm-hmm. What do you say, like, when you're reporting or if you were to report on something or, like, when you've had conversations with, like, presidents and stuff like that? I've never had conversations. Okay, I've met presidents before, but I don't I think I've you, approached them. Well, I, to, I, thought, I, thought, I saw you had a... Um, I think you asked like Jerry John Rawlings a question. Or oh, like okay. I interviewed. I, yes, I, I, exactly. no, I, I, um, I filmed someone interviewing him. Oh, okay. Yeah, that okay. was like, 
um, work that I had to do in terms of like yeah. filming for somebody and stuff. Oh, yeah. I was oh, a bit, he was very intimidating to be honest. Now I shouldn't say that. I, he was not intimidating. Mm. I, I, he was not. I'm very strong as a journalist. I should not <laughs> say that he was intimidating. No one is intimidating. But yeah, let's just say as he a man was. That's led a coup before. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I've met. I understand it when you say he was. He may have. Yeah, been, he, he has that aura. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, he has it. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I have. And I think I interviewed. You're right. I was gonna say yeah, you're right. I, I did. Yeah. I did. I haven't seen this, and it was you. It wasn't like I you were filming. It was you speaking to him. I did. And you asked him. I think it was like maybe like a red carpet event or something like yes, that. Yes, yes. Where you were. It wasn't like a sit down interview. Yeah, but, I asked him know. what do you think success is. Yes, and yeah, he gave yeah. me a reply that yeah. I completely forgot. <laughs> But yeah, it's on Facebook. I remember it because I remember seeing it and thinking, "Oh wow, Miriam's doing." You know, yeah, like, that's a, it's a privileged position to be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, actually, yeah. I remember. See, now. I remember more about. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I think my bad thing is I'm just on Facebook. Like I pay attention to people, but I don't yeah. say much. Okay, yeah, it's so fine. It's like people, yeah. I understand. <laughs> that's what most Ghanaians do. That is what most Ghanaians do. No, but I was going to say, how does your your faith influence the things that you present? in a sense of so my idea and you can correct me on this okay. if I'm wrong actually my idea is the journalist's job is to present the truth whatever the truth is the journalist's job is to present it to report on present it present inf- information I think yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth, yeah. yeah well not, not biblical truth like yeah. just what's going on the news you know, information the news, yeah information present that yes what I tend to find is journalists present their version of what's going on so if you've got like a a conservative journalist or someone that has a conservative slant right. that comes through in the things they write. They might say something a little bit more snide about the Labour Party and yeah. make the conservative stuff a little bit better than it actually is. So you get those slants coming through where I mm-hmm. would have thought that journalists, you're supposed to be able to remove yourself yeah. from the equation yeah. and then present what the facts are. Yeah. So how do you go about doing that if you do or does your faith influence how uh, and what you present when you present stuff Mm, okay in response you know guys i'm french (laughs) so sometimes yeah my vocabulary goes left there are times where it goes really well and there are times where it goes left you are perfectly all right i will try my best (laughs) okay so to to respond to your to your question yeah, yeah i think journalists are meant to report information so in terms of truth, yeah, what if there's a story that just came on, but there aren't many facts, so you can't really report the truth because, like, according to reports, yeah, and then well, later on, there might... The truth might come out. Yeah, they might, might um, you know, write another article saying, mm. you know, with more, inf- more information, right. right? But, yeah, they are meant to report the truth and mm. facts, and they are meant to be unbiased. Right. That's true. But I can't disagree with you about the fact that a lot of news outlets have agendas. Yeah. yeah. Have agendas in terms of, I don't know if it's a political agenda, but I think, yeah. For example, if you, let's talk about, um, just give me Daily Mail, for example, Showbiz. Okay, yeah, yeah. So would you say that them reporting about entertainment is them being biased? Because that's their... You know, if as a journalist you have a niche, does yeah. that make you biased? No, not not necessarily. I don't think so. Because some people, other people might say that, oh, the fact that these news outlets only report about 
this specific person makes them bias mm. but then that's the only news that comes out of that person okay okay i see what you're you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Though I don't think I responded to your question yet. <laughs> I don't think I've responded. Well, but how do, as a Christian, you mm. ask, how as a Christian do I, do I, what's the, the question? Well, do you allow that to influence what you present? Like if you are to report Oh, ooh, that's a, okay, yeah, I understand your question better yeah. now. We go, because in, in just on, on that, I get what you mean that if, if the person's a, you know, if it's a, a showbiz sort yeah. of uh, blog or whatever, and they're only presenting showbiz stuff, mm-hmm. then it's not necessarily it's not necessarily bias. But I think the bias will then come if even as a showbiz person, maybe you favor this actor over that actor or this director over right. that director. Right, because it what sells. I mean? Yeah, because it sells. Then there's bias in how you present the right different stories you get. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm sort of uh, talking to. As a Christian, mm-hmm. you know, I could maybe I could imagine you'd want to present ideas that fall in line yeah, with very your true. own values, you know. But then is that is that then bias? Do you get what I mean? I know what you're saying. Mm. That's why I'm asking God to help me every day. Absolutely. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Like, this field, mm. yeah, because as a journalist, you're not meant to be biased. Mm. So what if... How do, I, how do I even explain this? What if there's news of... What if one day my editor comes to me and tells Miriam, you have to report about this and mm. write a full-on article, interview that person? Mm. Yeah, and that person that my editor wants me to interview is someone that I I, I know that what they're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. I know that what they're practicing mm-hmm. is not something that yeah. it doesn't go right <laughs> with my spirit. So how am I supposed to interview them mm. by being unbiased? Mm. It, this is something I, 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 I'm, I'm still praying about because, mm. like... I think it would be difficult. Yeah, yeah. It would be difficult. I can imagine it would be. It would yeah. be but I think God will make a way. Yeah, no, God will no. make a way in terms yeah. of... But, and I can't be like, oh, because I'm a Christian, I don't want to be in this field. No. Because we need more people Absolutely. that are Christians yeah. to be in those fields. Yeah. You can't run yeah. away from It's hard, yeah. but you yeah. still have to do it. And I think that God's giving you the passion for it. Yeah. Says he needs you in it. He, he wants you to be mm-hmm. in that field for mm-hmm. sure. So you're completely right. Yeah, but, but I, it's, it's grace, you know. Like, yeah. now you're asking me, and I don't really know how I would deal with that situation. I appreciate the honesty. Because um, it's, not, it's not an easy question. I don't, know how I, I, I don't know how I would deal with it. Mm. But, yeah, God, God will me. But I, I think, God. at the very least, your position, your your that that the fact that you're like it's something you pray about and yeah. something that you're trusting God yeah for, but i know that i won't do something that goes that that does not go right with my spirit if there's mm. something that i have no peace about mm. no matter how much my editor is pressurizing me to write or interview that person mm. i won't do it mm. that's good i won't that's do good. it and though it's hard i know that eventually i'll reap the fruits of oh, absolutely. it absolutely that's what you see in the bible all the time yeah you know, they uh Daniel and his boys wouldn't defile themselves, so they just wanted vegetables and water, yeah. you know. And yeah. even then, God made them better than the rest. So, yeah. yeah. No, I think I think that's the right posture to have. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely mm-hmm. the right posture to have. But yeah. I do appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Those are the tools I have when I'm by awesome. myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back to your podcast, because we're jumping all over the place. That's good. Um, that's all right. <laughs> can you share a little bit more of your story, like your how you came to faith? Yeah. No, and okay. I know it's How not it's not just faith. what the podcast is about, but no, it's fine. With, with, Ask with, me. Yeah, your your relationship with God. Where did it start? What prompted it? And how has it developed along the way? Okay, so my relationship with God. Wow, I got to know God 
over the years because mm. I grew up in a Christian. I have a YouTube channel as well, and I made a video talking about my faith journey. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I saw yeah, what you said. Yeah, I say everything on that yeah. episode. On that. I need, on I need that to go and check that out, actually. Yeah. But I can tell you now, it's mm. fine. Mm. Um, so I grew up in a Christian home. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in a Christian home, you know, mommy going to church. But it's not until I was like, was it 10? Mm. No, 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 not 10. 13, 14, that actually experienced God for myself. Mm. Um, I don't even know how it started. I remember when I gave my life to Christ, but it's the thing, it's very strange because I feel like I've always, I've always been saved. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I've always yeah. been saved because my parents are saved. Yeah. But I remember when I actually declared, I was just watching a show and I just repeated what the, the, the presenter so, was saying, oh, the salvation message at the yeah. end. But, hmm... I don't know. It's just so complex that I don't exactly know how to tell you how mm. my... Yeah. You just have to ask me more specific <laughs> questions because okay. in terms of my relationship with Christ, yeah, 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 it's very complex in terms of how we grew mm. and stuff. But I think it's uni. Uni. I remember okay. in my first... Okay, mm. let me just give you... Let me just start there. Uh, in my first year of university, I, I experienced God like never before. Mm. I actually experienced God for myself and oh oh let me tell you that peter <laughs> yo yo i'm so happy i'm sharing it so i remember in my first year of university before classes even started mm. i remember uh, there was an event called the guba awards the ghana uk based yep. achievement award 2013 yep. okay. and i had never gone to any events before mm. Yeah, though I've always wanted to travel and stuff, but you know, I've always been stuck at home and I never used to went out to go out due to insecurities or whatever. So there was this event, yeah, the Guba Awards, and I don't know what happened that day. I thought, you know what, I need to go, I want to go. Mm. That was before classes even started. I thought, you know what, I want to go. And I remember going to a room somewhere in uni and praying to God, yeah. Lord, I'm buying the tickets for the Guba Awards. I don't know what I'm doing, but Father, use me for your purpose in this field. Mm. I don't I, I never prayed like this before. I was like, God, use me for your purpose in this field. Lord, use me to bless people. This field, use me to be a blessing for other people. Lord, as I'm taking my camera there, mm. use me, Jesus. Use me for your purpose. I remember that prayer changed everything mm. for me. I'm telling you, after that prayer, I knew how to edit. Wow. Before that prayer, I had a passion for documentaries and stuff, mm. but I didn't, know, I didn't have that creative flair. Mm. After mm. that prayer, I remember going home and I fell in a deep sleep. I felt like, I don't know, after 30 minutes, after I got to my room, yeah, I don't know. Then I, no, I started feeling sleepy, so I slept, right? <laughs> yeah. And I remember, I, I felt like I had the vision of God putting things in me. Mm. A lot of information. Mm. A lot of information. I think it was knowledge. Because mm. I think, yeah, I prayed for wisdom as well. Mm. So I, I fell in this, in this deep sleep, guys. <laughs> and I don't know, I felt like God was just speaking to me a lot. Mm. And I remember waking up and I felt like I, I, I took a notebook and a pen. Mm. Wanted to write everything. That, mm. But I didn't remember so I remember I was like I, rem I know that God put something in me as I was sleeping I felt so much information had come in mm. but as I woke up I wanted to write it down but I couldn't remember I felt like it was inside of me but I couldn't remember mm. it but I think it manifested in yeah. me being creative okay. in me doing this interviewing people mm. Mm. Um, and that hadn't started before before it was prayer. different mm. it was mm. different mm. I think God added his anointing to course, it yeah. 
And so I remember, even before I started classes, God gave me so much favor. Mm. When I went to the Guba Awards, I'm telling you, I got the media badge out of nowhere. I got a media badge. And I remember I felt a bit intimidated because all the journalists had big cameras. And I had this tiny camera. <laughs> I was like, is that how it is? Mm. And then I felt, I, I remember going to the toilet and crying. I was like, oh my mm. God, what is this? And I felt God, what God said in my spirit is that, Miriam, do the best with what you have. Mm. Mm. And I remember, yeah, there was uh, Governor Bede, you know Governor Bede? I took yeah. him somewhere else. I was like, sorry, the lighting is not good in this place and my camera is small, so is it okay to do this interview next to the toilet? Okay. It was like, yeah, yeah, we do it. And yeah, I just obeyed God's voice mm. who was telling me to just do the best with what I had. So I remember mm. after that moment and that prayer, mm. I'm telling you, everything that you see, I think is God. Mm. No, it's mm. God. Mm. Even me being able to edit, me being able to interview, I think God definitely added his anointing. Mm. And I remember the first week of university, I got calls from CNN as well. Because I remember there was this feature thing, there was this... um. CNN has this thing called I Report, where people from all over the world can basically uh, post pictures and stuff, and 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 you know they have assignment for different people, and okay. you can ap- you can apply and send your work. Right. I don't know how to explain it. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, they just give you. Yeah. Topics yeah. Or stuff yeah. Yeah. Can, can yeah exactly. So I remember mm-hmm. my work was accredited. So I think it featured on CNN and stuff. So I remember wow. my first week of uni, I received calls from CNN. Wow. It's okay if we have your your work on 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 the website. And wow. after this prayer, mm. it's mad. Mm. Mm. I was like God. I was like God shocked me, and He really did shock me. Mm. So yeah, honestly, when people say I'm good at this, I'm, it's God. Mm that first year of uni when i prayed and i said god use me mm. i don't know that prayer was powerful that's amazing i yeah. I, I laughed when you said the small camera thing hey, because yeah. <laughs> one of my hobbies is photography okay and you know sometimes you get called to come and do photography for someone's like wedding or traditional mm-hmm. or whatever. yeah and i'm standing there with like my little camera <laughs> and then, <laughs> this massive camera so it's like I'm telling you suddenly you. feel like oh, should i get out of the way <laughs> yes <laughs> so i completely understand that yeah. but i think it's amazing you know this the fact that you you recognize this this line where you gave God you you asked God for this wisdom you asked God yeah. for this direction yeah. and He fills you and then starts using you yeah. I think that's amazing because I feel like more often than not we we ask God when we need something but I think sometimes we get from churches we ask God when we need something material and it's like oh God bless me with this oh God bless me with yeah. that we don't ask God for skill or, or for wisdom spiritual stuff for, isn't yeah, it for spiritual stuff yeah. Yeah, things that maybe we won't immediately see so I, I really i love the fact that you you mentioned even being able to edit and attributing that to god because i think that it is you know it's important because i didn't have it before so who it is and mm. it is good yeah it has to be, it has to be unless, yeah. <laughs> unless you've got like yeah. a recessive gene yeah but no I don't that's, know. God that's added amazing. something god yeah. added something yeah, yeah. And so far, like, with the events that you've been able to do and yeah. people you've been able to talk to, yeah. who's been, like, in from your journalist side, who's yeah. been, like, the most interesting or the the one that's had the most effect mm. on you or you've been the happiest to There's been many to? people, mm. so many people, but one one of them is Denta. I don't know if you know Denta, Denta, Denta Mwating. The no. the founder of Guba Awards. Right. Okay. No, and she's oh she has oh, won so many. I, she's I an ama- <laughs> she's a woman. Right. Please, she's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you don't know. Denta has done. She's a tourism 
something ambassador diving now right. she just does so much for ghana mm. in the world and i remember when i first interviewed her and it was like a dream come true because mm. i had watched her on tv you know OBE tv yeah, yeah back I in do, the days i, I remember seeing the it. only thing my mom and my wife watch yes yeah. oh OBE tv mm. it was amazing so i remember seeing her show on there Mm. And so when I saw her in real life and I got to interview, she's so nice as well. Mm. To be honest, I was so amazed. I was actually amazed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it's interesting, you know, because it's like when I was, I think your dreams always grow. Yeah, because when I was young, my dream was just to go to these events. Right. Mm. But then I went to these events. I'm like, what else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I got, I, I went through a, a rough patch mm. after that because I was like, Okay, I'll, I went to yeah, all these yeah, events, yeah. but what else? Mm, mm. It, it, it's, it's very interesting. What's, what's next? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I had to learn a lot about the fact. About yeah, I had to learn a lot about you know what God has called me to do, and to know that I was born for mo- so much more than I thought I was. Mm, mm. I was born to do. I'm glad yeah. that Ghana came up as well because I noticed you do a lot of your stuff is is you know with Ghana in focus. Um, yeah, it was. I think I've slowed down a bit now. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say, what what sort of gave you that passion for Ghana? Did you ever grow? Did you ever live there? Because uh, I, I know more you're French, isn't it? And yeah, I was born in France. In France, yeah. yeah. So what gave you that sort of passion for Ghana? I think that was the basis of your YouTube channel It as was well, the wasn't basis. It? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a stalker. I'm not a stalker. No, I just enjoy it's it. All right. enjoy, it's all right. It's all right. You know, I enjoy the content you produce. So, yeah, Thank what you. sort of gave you that, that pro, um, passion for for Ghana? Um, what gave me that passion for Ghana? Um, I think because I, I grew up going to Ghana quite a lot. And okay. it felt like home when I went there. Because mm. also, when you're young, yeah, everyone is your friend. Of course. So I used to go to Ghana when I was young. So mm. I didn't have any limitations or barriers. And I see people in the street, they become my friends. Mm. So I think I had that freedom in Ghana. Because in France, you don't go and say, hi. <laughs> no. So I think going, yeah, just going to Ghana a lot mm. growing up. Um, and also the the... The foundation behind my YouTube channel as to why I started it was because back in the day, yeah, mm. I started my YouTube channel in 2012. Yeah. There, weren't, there weren't many videos about mm. Ghana. Mm. Um, and so I felt sorry for Ghanaians who were in the diaspora mm. and like missed home. Because mm. you see them sometimes, like these yeah. aunties, they miss home. <laughs> so they, they buy Ghanaian food, they buy Ghanaian yeah. movies, but yeah. it doesn't feel like home. So I was no. like, let me create this channel. Back when they were getting the VCDs as well. Hey, yeah, 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 that's true. Mm. So I thought, let me make a channel for people who miss home and just talk about Ghana and stuff, yeah. Mm. So I love Ghana. I don't know where this passion started. Mm. Maybe, yeah, me going to Ghana me a lot. Going there, yeah. Um, and do you still go there regularly at all? Last time I went was two years ago. Oh, okay. By myself for the first time. Really? It was crazy. Wow. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, given, you know having like, two years ago maybe it's changed since mm-hmm. but did you notice a progression did you notice a change oh, definitely. every time you'd go back to Ghana definitely yeah. there's a difference going to Ghana with mom and dad and mm. going there as yeah. a 21 year old because mm. I was 21 in 2017 not 23 I don't know okay cool yeah no I was 23 mm. okay yes no there's a difference between you know going to Ghana with your mom and dad and going there um I don't know you know I think yeah back in the days mm. Going to Ghana was was fun because mm. I was a child, mm. and 
Yeah, and last time I went to Ghana in 2017 was to look at job opportunities. Okay. And I'm not going to lie yet. The white experience, yeah, wasn't really that great because I wasn't going there for holidays. I was going there for job prospects to see what is out there. And so... Yeah, it was just I was just going there as an adult, and it wasn't really fun. It's like getting exposed to like a whole different side. Yeah, I didn't like, like this side was hidden when you were yeah. going there as a child. I didn't like sudden. being an adult in Ghana. <laughs> you know, so what mm. I like about Ghana, I think, is just home and family more right. than oh, just right. there for to for work. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. I think I can, I can relate to that because yeah. I used to go like I lived in Ghana for like ten years. Um, oh wow yeah my parents took us there we all relocated there and then we came here and like 10 years after coming here i went back to ghana uh, i went for a funeral but obviously i went to how did you yeah. find it it was, it was night and day it was night and day and because we lived there for 10 years and, and we were exposed to the culture and you know everything and again as, because we're kids we didn't have to worry about the bills we didn't have yeah. to worry about you know, making ends meet, that, you know, we had food. We just had to worry about doing our homework and going to mm-hmm. school. Um, but then going back there after 10 years as an adult and, you know, all your friends all of a sudden are like, it's all about the hustle. Yeah. You know? And the standard of living in Ghana as well isn't, it's not the best, is it? Here, even if you're not, if you're not working, you've got benefits. Yeah. The government will yeah, take yeah, care yeah. of you where we don't necessarily have that in Ghana. So you see, you got to see the difficult side exactly, isn't it, of people exactly. hustling. And and that was it was it was different. It was definitely different. I, I didn't necessarily I understood it because even as an adult here, you know, you think about your work, think yeah. about jobs. Um but it, it was it was very different from You the also went there for a funeral, so obviously yeah, so the, the yeah, it's not a fun. Bit gloomy anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I, I do love love the passion that you do have for Ghana. I think yeah, it's great that, um, you know, we have more people presenting a side of Ghana that isn't just the, oh, One Direction went there and they went to the village <laughs> and saw, you know, very ill children and that, that's all of Ghana. That's not all of Ghana. Yeah. You know? Well, it's very interesting what you're saying because in 2015, I made a documentary in mm. Ghana mm. called Disability, Ghana and Stigma. And... People might say that that wasn't really very positive either because I was talking about disability and how, you know, Ghanaian, Ghana is just not a very disability-friendly country. And I went there and the things that I saw, it was just very sad. We just have a long way to go. And people might look at my work and say, you know, Miriam, you're Ghanaian and what are you doing? Show the beaches and the the food and what are you doing? So it's very interesting that you're telling me. It's good because that presents... It presents a different aspect of everyday life. Like yeah. for some of these people with disabilities, that's their everyday. Yeah. You know, and we take for granted that here, like you've got step free access yeah. and people have to do that. But I don't remember even in my school there being like any consideration whilst I was in Ghana yeah. for if someone has a wheelchair and has to go up these stairs, how are they going to do it? Like there was no consideration for yeah. it. So I think that that's uh it's it's a different it's a different thing because it's a necessary thing that we need to address yes, and yes, I, I love yes. the fact that you, you know, you've yeah. done that and I'm going to go check out that we documentary have a way as well. to go we do yeah. have a way to go you know um, but even then I do think it's positive because you're highlighting a problem yeah, and yeah. once a problem gets light shun on it then it will be addressed mm-hmm. hopefully uh, hopefully you know, let me tell you that <laughs> um, but where I think the negative part for me was where Ghana was being presented like, like I say One Direction because I think they I think they are 
guilty of doing that. Actually, yes, yes. A lot of people to, are guilty yeah, of doing you know, that. You go to like a remote village and you present that as though that is the entirety. The whole, yeah, of that's the a problem. That is a problem. Because it's misrepresentation, isn't it? Yes. And, and so that's that was sort of the negativity I take from it. But yeah. I think even though it was a sad subject, mm-hmm. you know, you covering stuff like that or you presenting Ghana and this sort of thing is it's only going to lead to progress. Yes. And I think that's amazing. Thank you so no, much. No, no, no. That's no, very you're encouraging. Doing, you're doing good work. You're doing good work. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So just before we round up, yep. um, I wanted to ask a little bit about so you mentioned that you don't really know where it's where everything is going like the podcast and stuff yeah. like that you don't know where it's going just obeying the, the vision that's part of the excitement of it, isn't yes. it is knowing that God's leading you exactly but if I was to ask you where do you want it to go or you know at, at present what would you like to see sort of thing I know we're, you're following God's voice but yeah. if I was to ask you what mm-hmm. you wanted to see yeah. what sort of things do you want journeys where then you know your journalistic side what would you like to see or where would you like to see that go in the future okay thank you for for this question um i don't know why but this sentence of bringing the world back to what matters i feel defines the vision that i have i think is is very hard to put it in words because Mm. i have it so much in my heart and in my head but i have the image of me sitting down with someone and bringing the world back to what matters which is love Mm. and like even when i interview people it's like people these days they don't really they don't really like people don't really listen they just want to they just (laughs) want to answer and reply and whatever i just want to give my opinion and just buy and so when i interview someone i try to bring the world back to what matters by you know just this this thing of i don't know this thing of one-on-one mm. and what you can mm. get from it by mm. listening to this conversation. So mm. that's what I want to do, bringing the world back to what matters mm. um, through my journalism work mm. by talking about, you know, what <clears throat> journalism, yeah, I'm doing it because of people. Mm. I'm doing it because I also, I'm doing it for God in terms of I think that you can't just do things for people because what if people were not there? Yeah. Um, I listened to a podcast by Jamie Grace who was saying that, you know, you it's good to do things for people, but it shouldn't be the sole purpose. No, no. And so I'm I believe I'm doing what I'm doing for God and mm. being the person that he wants me to be. Mm. But I'm also doing it for people. Mm. You know, I think that many people in this world who have who needs their stories to be told. Mm. A lot of people out there in the villages and places that you don't know that need someone to speak for them. Yeah. And so through journalism I honestly want to be a voice for people through my articles, through my documentaries. Um, those who are in the background, I want to bring them to the front. That's what I want to that's do beautiful. through journalism. And um, through this podcast, that's the same thing I want to do. Um, but to be honest, I also want to inspire. I don't like to just say, I want to inspire people. I don't like it. But it's like, I want to inspire people because I yeah. think there's so much that can happen if you just listen to someone's story and testimony. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, that certainly is. I think it's important, or it's an important fact that God chose people's stories. The mm-hmm. story of Joseph and his family and Israel, or mm-hmm. Abraham, I should say, and his family and Israel. Um, and and their stories, and, and then out of that, the story of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and his life story. And yeah. I think there's something powerful about God using stories to get a message across. <laughs> yeah, that I think is is, is yeah. you know, it, it it goes to prove that you can really learn from people's yeah. stories. And I think that's amazing. And you know what? Yeah, I also wanna 
I want to applaud those who agree to be on my podcast and share their story because mm. it's not easy to be no. vulnerable and, no, and share not. your story. Yeah. It's not easy, you know. <laughs> and so I just want to thank them for coming in and sharing their testimonies and their mm. journeys because that's another thing. Yeah, not everyone is willing to do that. So. No, no. Yeah. And so far, the, the couple that I've listened to, I've been yeah. really nice. There's um, a new episode coming out next next week. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's go into that. So hookups <laughs> is the last segment. Okay. Um, hookups is where we share things that we're enjoying, things that we are learning from, um, and we just share it with the, the listeners. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, you can share. Yeah, yeah. So there's a hookup. Um, okay then. <laughs> um, so I have a new episode coming up, which mm. is episode three. Um, I'm interviewing a. Oh, this girl is amazing, yo! I was sitting down with this girl and I was amazed. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, wow!" That's why I love doing this podcast because you just sit down with someone that you don't expect to speak mm. like that well. Mm. She's younger than me, but her testimony is one that I can relate to amazing. in terms of what do you actually do, Peter, when you have someone who has a vision mm. but it's like the environment that you are in does not encourage you right. how do you actually do it yeah. when you have this in your heart but you look at there's no examples mm. and this girl despite the people around her mm. and her environment she managed to still dream yeah she managed to still she managed to still like mm. she, she she's amazing she's doing her studies and I don't know how it's possible, but she's mm. basically she just share her story, her testimony about how, you know, she she she's been able to go on despite mm. the lack of examples around her, mm. and I was just amazed. Wow. And even after the interview, we spoke for another thirty minutes. Nice. <laughs> so that's the episode three that I have. Okay. Um. um and how do people find the podcast? Where can yes. Find um. It? So it's basically I think I don't even know what you have to type anchor.fm forward slash yeah just type journeys with podcast mm. if not just um follow me on instagram at beauty flower yeah. <laughs> or not even you can follow me on instagram at journeys <laughs> with podcast mm. and then there's the link to you know the episodes yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. yeah please just listen yeah, yeah. Just, even on your way to work and so that's what i like about mm. podcast you don't have it to is. sit down yeah, yeah. And you can just listen to it whilst yeah. you're doing the dishes. Or you're doing the yeah, so yeah. yeah, please listen if you're yeah. interested. Yeah, and I'll just help you out there as well. I think it's on Spotify. It's, it's on, on Spotify. You know, but I tried to type journeys with podcast. It was not coming up. Well, yeah, so this What's is the this? thing. I think your one because you got the three dots at the end. Okay. You have to type that as well because I, I struggled to find it on. Um, is it? Uh, pocket cast because I use pocket cast mm-hmm. um, and I struggled to find it until I realized no, it's journeys with dot 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 is it yeah and then it will come up with is uh, it journeys with I don't know yeah. if I'll change it though <laughs> it's a bit too late now but no I think the link that you got on um, on Anchor is very good yeah it takes you to it takes everywhere. you everywhere yeah, yeah. Which, which is amazing um, yes but yeah no journeys with is, yes, it's a, it's a great it's a great podcast. Yeah. I can attest to that. And so if you feel like you have a story you want to share, yeah, it's a bit weird to say that because I don't want to have people come. I have a story to share because <laughs> those who don't think that they yeah. have a testimony mm. are the one who has a testimony. Those mm. who think they have a lot to share are the one no, who have nothing don't. to share. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, but if you feel like you have something that will bless somebody, mm. just get to me on Instagram yeah, sure. and then. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, um, my hookup actually will be Pocket Cast as well. Because so Pocket Cast is an app I use to get my podcast. Okay. Um, and and it you know 
podcast get released without doing anything you'll just come on onto the app and then if you subscribe to that podcast you just get the new episodes as soon as oh, they come really? out it's perfect that's cool the great thing is as of this month it's now free okay so i bought the podcast i bought the app which which i'm not happy about because i bought it for like three pounds something are you serious and now it's free see what impatience does to you well no i bought it like three years ago oh okay hmm. <laughs> it's only just that okay sorry they recently got bought by npr and i think they've decided to make it free okay uh, but it's it's a great app it's a great interface um it puts all your podcasts in a very nice tiled that's uh, cool thing. it's really nice it's really easy to use it's really easy to find new podcasts as well um, you're not sponsored by them, is I'm it? I'm not. No, okay, no, yeah. This is not sponsored. Okay, okay. This is the thing with our hookups. Okay. Sometimes it sounds. Now I'm just like saying for people out there who might think this guy is sponsored. Okay, no, he's no, not. They're not. not a sponsor. Okay. They're not a sponsor. <laughs> no, it's an app that I bought okay. that is now free. Cool. And I'm unhappy about it being free. Ugh. But I thought I'll share with the world. Yeah, um, that's good. It's a great app. It's a great app. They've got a good widget as well, okay. which is a big thing for me because if it, if I didn't have the widget on my home screen, I'll, yeah, Spotify have done something silly. So. That's yeah. different. That's different podcasts. I'll yeah. talk about that later on. <laughs> waste of time. But no. So my my hookup is Pocket Cast. Uh, you can find it in the Android Play Store or in the Apple Play Store. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So Miriam. Yes. I said it will be forty five minutes. We've gone How, over. A are bit. you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but no. Thank you so much for making the time. Oh gosh, I was um, nervous. I hope I did okay. I know you did perfectly. Yeah, I hope oh it wasn't gosh. too bad for you actually. It was great. I can't speak. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I no, speak. no, no. You're perfectly yeah. fine. You're okay, perfectly that's fine. fine. It, was, it was a good podcast, and and yeah, thank you so much for coming on, and thank you for doing what you're doing. I think you're presenting a really unique perspective to the world thank that you. we need to see, um, and that we need to see more of. So, God bless you. And what you're thank doing, you so much. Sure. Thank you for um, listening, guys. No, yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, I'll do the signposting at the end. Normally, Robert does this, and he's got very good at doing it. But you can find the Blacksmith Furnace on soundcloud if you search for the blacksmith furnace um or anywhere you get your podcasts if you search for the blacksmith furnace um you can get in touch with us at tvsfurnace at hotmail.co.uk um if you send an email there robert will get it and he will say it's his fan mail even though sometimes it's not um (laughs) you can also get in touch with us on twitter at the furnace uk um and I think that's about it. If you go onto the Old Near Amazing website as well, uh, the latest episodes will be there. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. Wow. So, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Um, and I think this is the furnace signing out. Bye. Bye.